Hello, everybody. Adrian here for TGO Daily, December the 1st. I hope you're doing extremely well. Uh, not a ton of industry news today, so instead I'm going to tell you about a couple of video games that are coming out soon and what critics have to say about them. I also just want to give you a heads up. Uh, this next seven days are the final days of my school term, which means all of the homework that I pushed aside for that essay I wrote a while ago, it's now coming in the next seven days. I don't anticipate any conflicts, but if I'm gone at some point, that's why. All right, let's talk about some games. Okay, so Ubisoft's take on Breath of the Wild releases this Thursday, and the review embargo has lifted. It's called Immortal Phoenix Rising, and if you look at it, you're going to see Breath of the Wild right away. It's an open-world RPG, except they're using Greek mythology as the backdrop. And in fact, reviewers actually called it kind of the middle ground between Zelda and Assassin's Creed Odyssey, where it has that focus on exploration and puzzles, but also has a really solid combat system. That being said, I would argue that reviewers are very divided on this one. Uh, there's disagreements on pretty much every aspect of this game. Some people love the over-the-top comedy, others thought it fell flat. Uh, other people thought that the never-ending puzzles were bad, a slog, uh, but other people loved it. So you kind of have to choose the reviewer that you know falls in line with your interests. Uh, if you want to read someone who absolutely loved the game, you should check out Kotaku. They argued that it took the best parts of Breath of the Wild and, quote, It's an unexpected success, blending comedy and condensed open-world gameplay into one of the most entertaining games I've played this year. Even if the combat lacks some variety and the main quests are a bit stale, the rest of Immortals is fantastic." End quote. And then if you want a review that wanted to like the game but wasn't able to, then you should read Eurogamer, quote, The moment-to-moment -moment gameplay is fine then, but as much as I had fun, Immortals failed to cast a spell on me. Most games borrow and iterate, but Immortals doesn't get the balance right. There isn't much distinct to think about here, and already it remains in my head not as a grand undertaking, but as bits and pieces of stuff I quite enjoyed." End quote. And I mean, as always with video games, you should watch some gameplay before you pick it up uh, to decide whether or not it's for you. But hey, if you like the idea, then it comes out on December 3rd, which is Thursday, on PC and consoles. Once again, that's Immortals Phoenix Rising. Give it a look. Okay, and the other game here is called Empire of Sin which was developed by Romero Games, the husband and wife duo of Brenda and John Romero. Uh, the game is set in Chicago during the prohibition of the 1920s. Street gangs are just beginning to ramp up, right? Speakeasies, casinos, brothels. And mechanically, Empire of Sin is a mix between a macro-level strategy game, like Civilization, and on-the-ground tactical battling like XCOM. So you choose to be one of the many gangster leaders that each have their own pros and cons to running a criminal empire, and then you're down and dirty in the, in the thick of it fighting with the other gangsters. Reviewers were generally happy with the aesthetic and the concept. They thought that uh, it executed well on being a gangster-focused narrative and having mechanics that were built around that. And the combination of these two genres, you know, the strategy and the XCOM, is intriguing. However, there are some key problems. There were, unfortunately, significant complaints about both halves of the game. For example, there are portions of the strategy half which can be outright ignored. You can just rush right to the end of the game at a certain point, at least in the experiences of these reviewers. And then the XCOM-style battling, a lot of people said it was fun, but often was repetitive. There were some fights that were basically inevitable wins, and you weren't able to automatically conclude them. Uh, it has also been plagued with a number of technical issues, so be wary of that. Uh, here's what Dual Shockers had to say about it. I think it's a good summary. Quote, 
Again, I still think Empire of Sin is a good game. I just think it could be much better. It is a fine game that's probably worth a look if you really like strategy games and want something with a new twist. The XCOM combat fits in well, especially when you get into bigger conflicts, and the cast of characters is exceptional. However, unless you just really need something new to try out, I might wait for either a sale or to see what Romero Games does to update it post-launch." End quote. If you're interested in the game, it is available today on PC and all consoles, though again, be wary of the technical bugs. You might just want to wait a few days if they are getting a patch or something. Okay, I lied. Just one bit of news before I take it home here. Uh, on December 8th, which is next week, Doom Eternal is going to be released for the Nintendo Switch for the first time. So it's only going to be available digitally, no physical release. However, it is being handled by the same team who did the first Doom. So if that's your thing, if you got a Switch, you were waiting for the game, it's on its way. Uh, but that's going to be it, folks. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'd also like to thank Gift Tiger, or Gift Tiger, for leaving me a five-star review. And I'll be back with the news tomorrow, okay, folks? Until next time, happy gaming, everyone. TGO After Show. Hello and welcome. Uh, folks, I'm in a bit of a dilemma, unfortunately. Well, not much of a dilemma and more like a rock and a hard place, I guess. In the short term, I've got this really end of the year crunch going on. Not nearly as energy inducing, thankfully, as the essay, but lots to do. Secondarily, though, my second term, my winter term at school and my final term ever in university, uh, the courses I'm signed up for for the first time are evening classes. I've got two of them, and it's extraordinarily annoying because these are the classes I want to take, but they both go, like, on a Monday and on a Thursday, they go until 9, 9 p.m., basically, 9.30 p.m., and I do the Observer from about 7 p.m. to 9 p.m., like, it's right in that slot, and that means I'm either staying up really late to do the Observer, or I'm getting it done early and potentially, you know, missing out on some news. Now, this isn't a problem if these classes go the same route as some of my other classes, which is, you know, posting the lecture as a video on demand that you can watch at any time, then obviously that would be fine. I could stay in that class. Or, you know, if I'm allowed to be in the class, but I don't need to participate, which is most of my classes, then that's another possible solution because I could do the Observer while I'm in class. Unfortunately, that's not something I'm really going to know until the time has come, which gonna that's going to make for a stressful time. I was thinking about emailing the professors beforehand just to ask them about the format in that case. Now, thankfully, the one class I did want to get into, like, the most, is uh, not in those time slots. It's actually pretty cool. It's the art and business of gaming. It's like an open elective. It was pretty wild. I didn't think my school would offer something like this, but there you go. We'll see if, uh, we'll see what I can learn from that course. I'm definitely taking it. So, anyway, you know, the, the transition from the final term of school to... What the heck am I going to do when school is done? I, I kind of want to make that as not stressful as possible. And if I have two of the five news days of the Observer being potentially impeded by these courses, that's going to be quite stressful for me. So I don't know. We'll see. Uh, otherwise, I don't know. Let, let's talk about Immortals for a second here. I played Immortals. I played the demo uh, when it came out on Stadia. And I'm pretty sure what I concluded was, you know, I was pleasantly surprised. The combat felt fluid. The movement felt really good. The world, the world was, like, dense with stuff, which was cool, considering the backdrop, right? Greek mythology. Uh, however, I knew I wasn't going to like it, at least the story bit, because the comedy was just too much for me. A lot of the reviewers really liked it, so I'm glad that in the full game it worked out and, you know, that people out there enjoyed it, but 
I don't know, the glimpse that I got from the demo was not exciting to me, unfortunately. So take that as you will. It's a good-looking game, I'll tell you what. And uh, I've heard that the combat is similar to Assassin's Creed Odyssey, which, you know, a lot of people loved. And that was definitely one of the weak points of Breath of the Wild, right? In my opinion. The combat was not the greatest, nor was the fact that you didn't get any permanent weapons. I hated that, as many people did. Anyway, uh, folks, that's going to do it. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'll be back tomorrow, okay? Farewell. Farewell.